We are now. Is it a yes or no? No, we are now. We, we, we are, are now, now recording. We are now recording. Yes. Oh, wait. We are now recording. We are recording. Oh, okay. I meant like, do we start the podcast? Is this the literally the intro of the podcast? Just this can be the intro. Like this that? can be the intro of the podcast. Oh Jesus! No, I don't want that. I want to at least sound somewhat professional. All right, give me give me the professional intro. I promise I'll cut all of this out. All right. Uh, no, I can't think of one. <laughs> now you got me. Yeah, this I can't think of one. Now. Just fucking leave it all in. I don't care. We'll go through with this. <laughs> what's going on, everybody? Hey, what's up, cucks? Yeah, we yeah, are. Know, fuck you! I get to do it. Nah, okay, all right. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. everybody to act like you're Mister Rogers, and everybody's all fucking dandy with you. I get to do the fucking introduction now. All right. Hey, sorry. what's up, cucks? Uh, we're doing this remotely because we were supposed to do it yesterday, and then shit happened, and then I'm tired from work, and I want to drive over to Casey's house, so. We are in remote locations. I am uh, not in front of a live studio audience. No, not in front of a live studio audience. Uh, how are you today, Marcus? I'm doing all right. Tired as all hell, but yeah, trying to get things done. Watching the McAfee version of the draft. Yeah, yeah. One one and advantage Mel's of us back. recording. Uh, a day late as uh, we get to record on the night as of the NFL draft, so we can kind of react along as picks are made. Everybody knows what the number one pick will be, but is the uh, has the draft like officially started? I don't know because they said it's going to start at seven, so it's seven. Should should start? Yeah, I don't know. My my shitternet is being shitternet, so I, I haven't. Uh, nothing is loaded for happen. me. I mean, I don't think the number one pick's gonna be too much of a surprise. I don't think the the one Rise. or two are, are yeah, the one or two is pretty much uh, two is still a bit up in the air in my um, opinion because if they could go with Zach Wilson, they, or could. they could go with. Um, I don't think Field is gonna be number three, but maybe Trey Lance. I don't know. They could go. Anyway, it's up in the air for the Jets, but I think they, they fall in love with Zach Wilson. It's definitely not going to be Mac Jones. I don't think a lot of people liked when he was overthrowing his receivers. Yeah. But uh, how'd the, how's the uh, gravel in your yard doing right now, Casey? It's doing great. I sent uh, the boys a picture. Um, the spot where they usually park is usually just a nice mud pit. And uh, today they dropped off a big old pile of gravel that's now just sitting in my yard as a pile of gravel. Um when will it become parking spots for them? I don't know. But it's there. But it's there. And that's all, you know what? That's all that matters. You know, you got matters. the pile of dirt there. And that's all that matters. That is indeed. Uh, we might as well get it out of the way. Uh, obviously, there's a lot of big news about uh, Aaron Rodgers not being happy with the Green Bay Packers, wanting out. I, I don't have much of that on the recording. We talked about it a little bit before I recorded, but... Um, we talked about it beforehand. We're not going to buy into it too much yet. Um, obviously nothing is because Casey's a Packer fan. He doesn't want to believe it. Well, I think I probably believe it more than you'd believe it. You, you, you are like, I think the opposite of most football fans I've ever met in the fact that you wait until it's like officially announced by one of the teams before you buy into it. Like, if you just get a report, like, you, you are, like, the most non-speculation 
sports fan in general that I've ever met, which is great. I've just never met another sports fan like that. As, as I said, you gotta. I talk about the rumors and the possibilities of them, but as I say, there's always two lies to every truth, especially when it comes to sports media. Um, so yeah, Schefter put out a tweet earlier today, it was middle of the afternoon or so, saying that Rodgers is not happy and has told multiple high-up officials that he does not want to play for or return to Green Bay. Uh, for me, it's like, yeah, that really sucks, um, but the writing's been kind of on the wall for a little while pretty much since the Jordan Love draft pick, and then um, now into this offseason, their contract talks didn't go very well. Rodgers wanted an extension. Packers just wanted to restructure because he is 37, although he's coming off the greatest year of his career, arguably, and uh, the sides just couldn't come to an agreement, and Rodgers says he wanted out. The new reports are saying that he wanted them to take the trade offer that the 49ers threw at him, which included the third overall draft pick. And Jimmy Garoppolo, he wanted them to take that. He wants to play for San Francisco, his hometown team. And uh, the Packers said, yeah, we're not taking that deal. You're a quarterback. And he's like, I don't want to play for you. So we're in that limbo. It's it's great. I'm happy that the NFL continues to repeat its cycles over and over again for every single team. Um, we went through this about 13 years ago with Brett Favre. And uh, now we get to go through it with Aaron Rodgers. It's going to be fantastic, and I look forward to this summer. It's going to be nothing but uh, great news for Packer fans all summer. <laughs> I just, yeah, I just want to think about it. I like laughing. Yeah. Finally, seeing the Packers in QB turmoil for once. Yeah, it's. Um, here's the big question: Is yep. Roger Goodell going to bring his little armchair thing that he had last time? I, don't, I thought they were in Remember person this that? time. Oh, that's dumb. I like yeah. this little armchair. Yeah, we don't, we, don't, we don't get to see the man cave that At, he was supposed to watch a game with a football fan and never did. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, because remember the football fan was fucking... <laughs> it was Dave Fortnite. El Prez. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's one of my favorite stories from COVID. Yeah, I get a kick out of that. Um, so what changed here in the last couple months with... Rodgers and the Packers you think um it, it's been contract talks like I said Rodgers they wanted they they really kind of wanted to spread out some of his money to get them out of cap hell which they were in some pretty serious trouble with and um he wanted them to kind of make more of a commitment to him because he's got three years left on his deal I think including this coming season maybe four I don't remember I think it's three because last year they were talking about it being four years with the Jordan Love pick last year, and um, yeah, he wanted the he he wanted more of a commitment out of them. He wanted an extension, and they they just I don't know if they weren't willing to or just they couldn't agree on a dollar with that. And then um, he when the signing bonuses came or not signing bonus roster bonuses, which a lot of times teams will convert into a signing bonus so then they can spread it out a little bit more to save some cap space. Um, Rogers, his signing or contract, not God damn it. You uh, don't, his roster you don't bonus got paid cap space, right? But you you, you spread it for one year, right? You spread it out over the term of the contract. Um, yeah, but the contract's still going to be back loaded, right? Yes, 
but just because the signing bonus is split out doesn't mean you're going like you might save yourself two million this year, right? But you're still but paying you still the have two to million. Eventually, like, come and pay that. Yeah, when it comes the end of his contract. Right, but the idea is with these backloaded more out to a to a. No, 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 go ahead, finish. No, the idea with these backloaded contracts is that the salary cap would be significantly higher by the point that the backloaded high end part of it Uh, would come around. Yeah, if you want to put it as uh, how a GM puts it, but you know what the truth is, is because if you dump, if you put it all in the back end of their contract, like you would with Rogers, like say you resign him for seven fucking years because you know he's not going to play it, you backload the whole contract once he gets old enough you can just trade him and you don't have to worry about swallowing it yeah that's why they always do it yeah no it, it, it makes just, sense and if you put more and more into the salary cap that's just more guaranteed money you have to give him you have to pay him a signing bonus yeah no matter how much you spread it out right so if you re-sign him or not re-sign him sorry if you restructure his deal you give him a huge fucking um signing bonus so you can spread it out and save you on cap and then he retires boom you have dead cap now all that dead cap you have for the next five six years even yeah. if he retires right so there's always a catch-22 to it you can't yeah just like just the whole oh we just put it on the salary yeah no i i i bonus to just save our ass right i i fully understand but that but that was kind of where it's where the theory is where it started because um for for him to receive the roster bonus, both sides have to sign off on it, and they would both also have to sign off on it being tra- turned into a signing bonus instead. And it, people were like, it was expected that it was just going to get turned into a signing bonus just because of the cap issues this year. That was kind of what was expected. And then that didn't happen. And um, the idea is that probably both sides didn't agree to whatever change was being made, so they just signed off on the roster bonus and he received it as scheduled as part of his contract so that was kind of where it started um obviously the love thing last year them drafting gordon love in the first round and trading up to draft him um and i don't he's not as mad about the fact that they drafted him it was more the fact that they didn't let him know i guess like they didn't tell him whatsoever like he was fully expecting them to get a wide receiver in the first round and they as we all know, traded up and picked Jordan Love in a spot where he probably would have even, if they really wanted Jordan Love, he probably would have fucking fell to him at the pick that they were at. So, yeah, that that's that's where we're at. Why and, uh, why draft him in the fucking first place? I don't know. We've I mean we got into this conversation last year. Yeah, I don't. With the draft thing of Jordan Love, like it's just one of those things. Is he? You don't need a quarterback. You need defense. You could have gotten Patrick Queen, who is a, who I I know I talk about him all the time on this podcast because he's a good fucking. He's a great linebacker. linebacker. And what what's been our great, weakest great defensive position? What's been our weakest Every, defense position? All of linebacker. It, all it of has it. been linebacker year in and year out, pretty much since AJ Hawk moved on to a different team. Oh, you gonna you're gonna really do dirty on your boy Clay Matthews? Okay, Clay Matthews played middle linebacker for like one season. He was okay still, at it, but he was drastically still a undersized. Dude. Outside linebacker, still linebacker. Our edge rushing has been fine. It's been our middle linebacker position that's been just absolutely disastrous. Argue your secondary was clown this year, and you did a really uh, good they job. Were clown of in the, the guy. they were clowned yeah. in the, the playoffs, yes, but they were pretty good the majority of the season. 
Yeah, because they did. I, I mean, they cool. I mean, good enough to get re-signed, I guess, for blowing a championship game two years in a row. Yeah. So. That deserves more money. Well, the secondary didn't blow the championship game last year. It was this year that they blew the championship game. Last year it was our run defense. <laughs> Raheem yeah, well, Mostert Jimmy went for passes. what two hundred fifty yards. I didn't see any interceptions out there. Yeah, that's true. He also threw, what, five passes in the first half or something like that? I don't remember. It was some dumbass number. Oh, my God. So, yeah, that's where we're at. It's great to be a Packer fan today. I was kind of excited going into the draft. I was like, you know what? This draft, honestly, any position player that they would have picked, I would have been fine with. Like, if they would have gotten a lineman, great, understandable. Quarterback? Pretty much everything besides quarterback I would have been <laughs> fine with. Yeah, quarterback and running back. We don't need either of those. Oh, but cause you, Why? Because you took one last year? Yeah. Why? By the way, why? Just why pick up A.J. Dillon? Just why? I don't why think they expected to re-sign Aaron Jones. I really don't think that they did. I think that they were then both sides were kind of surprised that him? I think I think they offered him kind of a low ball number, not really expecting him to take it, and he took it. Cool. Because he signed okay, for a lot less than what he could have gotten in the market. Just let me think. All right. You go and you turn around, you hand the football. Do mm-hmm. both guys get to sure. carry it? No. No, do both when you hand when you so okay. So you can only hand the ball off to one guy, right? Correct. Huh. Hmm. And how many times have you ever seen where a dual running back threat has ever actually made anything in the NFL in the last 10 years. Uh, it led the Carolina Panthers to the Super Bowl and where they lost to Tom Brady. Uh, the Carolina Panthers? Yeah, the year that they lost to the Brady. I don't remember who their quarterback was that year. Was it? it might have been That Belome. was more than 10 years ago. Yeah, okay, so that was 20 yeah. years ago. Are you, are you talking about with Jake Delomi? Yeah. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> That's the last really time that I saw it. I was really expecting you to use earth, fire, and wind on that one. <laughs> um, wow. I don't I was rem- expecting Brandon. I was expecting Brandon Jacobs to come up in this. Oh, the New York Giants. Yeah, earth, fire, and wind. Oh, sure. Who is the who, who are the who is the two heads of that? I don't even remember now. I know Brandon Jacobs. So who is the other one? <clears throat> and let's see here. It was at the. The end, toward the end, it was uh, Tiki, I think. Right. Brandon Jacobs caught the first year of Tiki, but it was uh, Derek Ward and Ahmad Bradshaw. There, yep, Ahmad Bradshaw. Yep. Okay. So, yeah, they were earth, wind, and fire. Yep. Fire, wind, whatever you want to call them. Mm-hmm. So those so. were the three they had, and that was, uh, I think they won a Super Bowl with that one. That was the 21-17 against the Patriots. I don't remember if that was the helmet catch game or not. I don't remember. Any news? Other, it it is, yeah, the the Jaguars are on the clock, even though they've been on the clock for the last, probably since the middle of the season. Um, Other draft moves. um, Rumor is Miami might drop down some more. Yeah, the rumor is Miami might drop down some more. Um the Panthers traded Bridgewater to the Broncos, uh, but they're still expected to potentially take a quarterback if one falls to them at the number, I think they're at the number six or the number eight pick. 
I also um, heard rumors about them going after uh, Rodgers, too, the Broncos. Yeah, I've heard that as well. Uh, the Falcons are still shopping around that number four pick. Uh, if it, if they do end up keeping it, they're pretty much expected to pick up that tight end from Florida. Pitt? No, Pitts is from Pitts? No. Yeah, yep. Pitts. Is it Pitts? Yep. Who's going to be good? He's, yeah, he's going to be good. Um potentially and uh yeah other than that there hasn't been a ton of moving around but i think that as we get into the draft here as we get closer to uh um as we get closer to the three and the four picks the ones that we're expecting to see moved then we'll see uh um some well, shakeups and that first... kind of stuff but yeah we're well, still we're waiting the first pick do you want to uh go somewhere with the mlb news sure you want to go over some of the stuff? You want me to do it? Uh, go ahead and get get it started. What do you got? You want us to get it started? Ugh, I don't want to get started on the good one. Um, well, I, I, I can give a I can give a Brewers I can give a Brewers update quick. Why don't you? Um, All right, you give the Brewers one because I really want to talk about Homeboy getting nailed in the fucking muff. Oh yeah, sure. Uh, the Brewers did place Corbin Burns on the IL, um, which kind of sucks because their pitching had been so it goes good. But um, uh, as far as standings go, not a ton has changed since last week. Um, your guys in Oakland are kicking some ass, which is nice to see. Uh, Brewers are holding a couple game lead in the Central, which is always I'm always gonna be happy for that. Uh, the NL West is just an absolute fucking gong show, uh, where pretty much four of the teams are in contention for it between LA, San Francisco, San Diego, and Arizona. Um, Mad Bum throwing that seven game or seven inning uh, no hitter. That doesn't count as a no hitter because they don't count seven inning games for no hitters, but they would count it if it was a one hitter. It's like such a weird fucking rule and people were super pissed about that. And COVID baby. Yep. Baseball baby. Um, our guy um, for my, for the Angels. He skipped is, my boy Chappie. Yep. My boy Chappie was the one that hit the go ahead RBI double to oh, nice. split the series. That was pretty cool. Chappie's my boy. You uh, want to talk about Otani? Go ahead yeah, yeah. Uh, Otani is kicking some serious ass for LA. Um, he's either tied or leads the AL in home runs. Um, he's doing okay pitching wise. Not like, you know, shocking. Not shocking the world at all. Hey, fucking. Um, but he's going very well. Five straight last night. Yeah. Uh, pitchy at back. She pitching one. I think he's doing. He. I think a couple of games ago he let up a lot of big runs, but he had a good yeah. bounce back game here. I mean, I think every pitcher is going to have a couple of bad games, especially yeah. I think it's his first year, isn't it, in the MLB? No, it's not his first year. He's he. He's been here, and then he got hurt. So then they only he. This is his first year back pitching because last year yeah. he didn't pitch. He just um, uh, batted as a DH um, once in a while. But um, he also has been. They had him playing in the outfield too a little bit in uh, one of the games. So uh, he's just all around just an absolute animal. And right now he's got to be getting some votes for that uh, AL MVP just because of how ridiculous he's been. He can. The only problem is the pitching is going to hurt him. <clears throat> yeah. Because I don't remember. When's the last time? 
but pitcher won the MVP. Uh, probably Verlander when he was with uh, Detroit. He won the Cy Young and, and the MVP because he won like 22 games or something like that. Like just an absolutely ridiculous number. Yeah. Um. They. I. Th- I feel like they do kind of have uh, Otani on a little bit of a pitch count too, or or an inning count because he has only pitched for thirteen innings. Um. Started three games. Um. I mean his his ERA is not terrible. It's at three point two, which respectable. You know, not not your ace in the rotation, but still a respectable number. Uh, let's see. The pick is in for the Jacksonville. It hasn't been announced yet, but it is in. Yeah. Okay. So let me get the Harper news. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, Cabrera. Uh, from the Saint Louis Cardinals. Um, beamed Bryce Harper right in the fucking face. I think it was on the first pitch too. Mm-hmm. And his first pitch, boom, just like right in the muff. Uh, which, you know, he does the classic, like, oh, I can't believe I hit him. Oh, no, I'm so sad. Like, I'm, I like, I can't believe I put my glove on my head. Oh, no, I'm so sad. Um, and then literally the next fucking pitch, he beams the next guy, too. Uh, having a control issue that night or what? Uh, I don't know. I mean, he, it's one of those things where, like, how do I want to put it? He might not have been beating him on purpose. I don't think there was much intent there, but also like he did. There's a lot of like grandstanding and showsmanship. Mm-hmm. After, like after he fucking beamed, uh, fucking good. I can't remember the fucking guy's name. We beamed up next to Gorius, I think. And so he started like doing the whole like, oh, I'm gonna wipe my hand on the fucking dirt on there and get a shit ton of chalk on my fucking fingers. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I don't think it was intentional, but uh, like, there's a lot of like. Then I don't know. Showmanship's a good thing, but like a lot of like to me it seems like overreacting, over overacting. Oh, oh, yeah, oh look at for me, sure. Like, oh, I feel so bad because I beamed two guys. And then here's what I don't like: they issued warnings. Okay. Well, why? Why are you first? Of all, this yeah, is the first two okay. pitches from this guy. He beams two people. Why are you issuing warnings? Why is it? Uh, why is it Philly's fault that their guy can't throw the fucking ball? Yeah, that that's just MLB umpires being MLB umpires. So your boy George Roddy comes out, uh, insults the fucking refs about saying, like, why is it, like, because, you know, if you give a warning to pitchers about, you know, give the warnings to teams on pitchers, if they fucking throw too much in the inside, hit a guy, they're going to fucking eject them. Right. So pitchers aren't, you know what I mean? So yeah. that's why George Roddy got mad. And yeah. um, they, and then eventually he got ejected because of his arguing. And then as George Roddy's leaving, he literally looks at fucking Cabrera and goes, throw the ball over the fucking plate. And then Carrera throws the ball over the plate and gives up a double. <laughs> and I think he... he oh, yeah, funny. and then eventually... And then they fucking... The, the fucking manager runs out there and be like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Tell, you know, does the clay, hey, it's not your day today, blah, blah, blah. Which yeah. basically, you know, as I always say, he just basically, it'd be better to just... Go, if it happens again, again you're getting sent down. Go fucking hit the shower here. <laughs> yeah, get fucking ass out of here, dude. Right. What the hell is wrong with you? Beaming two fucking two pitches, you put two guys on base. Give up a double, give up a fucking give up a double. Lead run, two runs I can't remember. Right there. I can't remember exactly what inning it was. And if the pick is in, just go ahead and interrupt me. Uh the pick the pick is in. I didn't. You were you know right I mean? in the middle like, of stuff. It is. Uh, they they took 
Trevor Lawrence, if anybody's going to be shocked about that. Yeah, um, Jets really are on the clock right it. now, most likely going to take that uh, Wilson kid out of BYU, who I think is going to be okay. Um, a lot of, uh, It was funny, people were making fun of the pictures of him online today, and he looks like typical college kid getting ready for his first job interview, like overdressed, nice, like really tight fitting suit and baby face shaved and that kind of stuff. Like I got some serious Casey going to the career fair vibes right there. If you'd, uh, do you want to hear what the onion released on Zach Wilson? Sure. Give it to me. Terrified Zach Wilson cuts a pinky finger to get out of draft. That would ship him (laughs) off to the jets. That's pretty good shit. That's good. Uh, I don't think Zach Wilson's going to pan out. I mean, he's going to the Jets, so he's doomed from. No, the start. I just, I don't, I just, if he went anywhere, I just don't think he'd pan out. Who do you think? So obviously, Trevor Lawrence has got a lot of hype on him. Who do you think is gonna? Who, who else you think has got the shot to pan out out of the superstars coming out of this draft? God, I think Lawrence might be uh, probably. Obviously, all of the fucking corners, uh, like literally anybody with their dad's pedigree, I think is probably like I think. I think all three of them are going to do good for those corners. Sertain, Horn, Sertain Horn, and, yeah. and uh, Asante Samuel Jr. Yeah. Two of them are coming from Alabama, aren't they? Or at least I know Sertain's coming from Alabama. Anybody coming from yeah. an Alabama, Alabama defense is probably going to be yeah. fucking good in the NFL. Yeah. It's like... So that'll be interesting. I just the wider the quarterback class for this just seems like one good quarterback this year, right? Whichever Lawrence, the obviously the fucking Jaguars won the lottery for him, but like I don't know, just I didn't like what Mac like when Mac Jones is in your like top three conversation. Yeah, he's like I, overthrowing receivers. Yeah, I I I I, God, I I can't believe how much Justin Fields' stock dropped. Like, I can't believe that he put up that bad of a show at his pro days where teams are like, yeah, no, he's probably going to, he might fall out of the top 10, might fall into like the late first round. Like, holy shit. This guy was expected to be potentially, like, I think if he would have had a better season, he could have maybe given Trevor Lawrence a run for his money for that number one overall pick. And now he's potentially going to drop into the bottom half of the first round because of some potentially bad pro days we didn't really see. Or I, I guess I didn't see them, and yeah, he's been getting a bad rap with that stuff. So a, a team could get a steal on him. Like, if he's still there, you know, late teens, and fucking the Patriots are able to pick him up. God, If he's damn. supposed to be shitty, can you consider him a steal, though? I, I, I don't think he's going to be that shitty as much as I want to hate on Ohio State. Like, the guy is pretty talented, probably one of the better quarterback prospects to come out of Ohio State in a long time. I don't. Yeah, Chase Young wasn't a very good prospect. I said, I, did I say defensive you prospect? Said, I said, said prospect. Cor- I you said quarterback. Prospect. I said quarterback. Said I I have the tape. I can review it. I said quarterback yeah, prospect. You can tape these nuts to your mouth. <laughs> what do you got on that one, bitch? You got that one on tape too. I do. Uh, the pick is in for the Jets, but we don't know what it is yet. Who's it gonna be? That's gonna be the uh, Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson. Is it? I guarantee it. You, you don't know that. I guarantee Close everyone it. mind. We're going to take Mac Jones. That would be pretty funny. I'm not going to lie to you. That would be really funny. 
I don't even think has Ohio State ever actually produced a good fucking quarterback. Uh, probably not. <laughs> so I don't know. The pedigree's not there. You got Dwayne Haskins. He was one, wasn't he? Yes, he was. Hey, there you go, right there. Boom, Dwayne Haskins. Future NFL Hall of Famer. Watch him turn around and just shock the world and take over as a starter in Pittsburgh and fucking give him a run. That'd be funny. They, they did. They picked Zach Wilson. Called it. Hey, look at that. Poor Zach Wilson. His career doomed from the start. Yep. It looks like Trevor Lawrence is fucking guaranteed to be good. Yeah, that's true. Um, I don't know why everyone's like shitting on the Jets, but then like not shitting on the Jaguars. The Jaguars did shittier than the Jets. That's true. What does that mean? You're a good team? Um, the Niners are on the clock now with the number three pick. We'll see, see if they, they we'll see Mac if they Jones. take something or if they if they or if they trade it. I think Trell. Trell Pryor was, was also, uh, yes, but he he went in the the supplemental draft or whatever that one that takes place in August. He was drafted yeah. then because he lost his year of el- eligibility in uh, at Ohio State because of the fucking uh, memorabilia controversy or whatever, the scandal, where he was getting money for memorabilia. Oh, yeah. And also driving like a Porsche or something like that from some dealership that he had a partnership with. Yeah. I think did, was Joe Bro originally from Ohio State then transferred out? Yes. So I guess you got one there. Right? Yeah, maybe. It's just Ohio State doesn't make quarterbacks. No one in the Big Ten makes good quarterbacks. Maybe Pitt throws out a couple. I'm trying to think. I mean, technically Brady came from the Big Ten. True. That was also 20 years ago. <laughs> you can make an argument that Russell Wilson came from the Big Ten, but he also played at um, North Carolina. So, Yeah, I'd say I'd be fine with him being uh, saying he's a Wisconsin guy. Yeah. I'm trying to think other Big say, Ten quarterbacks you got. Uh, Drew Brees, Purdue. 20 years ago. Uh, Kirk Cousins for Michigan. God, you got me on the spot here. Now I'm trying to think. There really isn't. There's, there's not that many. Fuck. man. What, what else are you gonna say? Chad Henney. Go on. I'm waiting. What? Fucking Troy Smith. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't. Hey, I guess you I don't know. Fucking Len Dawson too from the fucking back of the day. <laughs> Curtis Painter. Oh, I can wait. I got it. Don't worry. I'm trying to think of some other old ones that I could throw at you too. Oh <laughs> uh, fuck! I'm tr- God. There's been so many terrible Badger quarterbacks too. Uh, while we're waiting for the Niners pick, do you want to talk about this uh, NFL running back ranking that I sent you the other day? Yeah, if you want, you go ahead. You you lead it. So. And, and I, this, I know this you probably have mad. problems with it too. You probably you probably agree with about as much of it as I do. Probably there's probably some that I I'm a little bit more lenient on this stuff than you are. 
you you hold your your NFL players to a pretty high standard. So uh, pro football I, I stuff. I believe I hold them to a realistic standard. True. Uh, pro football stuff. They released an all-time running back pyramid. Um, so starting from the top down, because I think that's kind of the easiest to go with this, uh, the greatest running back of all time, they have Jim Brown listed. Do you want me just to go through it and then you can give me your issues? Go through it. Okay. So they had, they had Jim Brown at the top. He's lone man at the top as the greatest of all time. Underneath them are three running backs that are considered all time greats. And that's Barry Sanders, Walter Payton, and Emmett Smith. Underneath him, uh, guys who would be in the top 10 all time, uh, LaDainian Tomlinson, Tomlinson, uh, Marshall Falk, Adrian Peterson, Eric Dickerson, and I believe that's Tony Dorsett, correct? Yep. For the Cowboys? Okay. Um, And then special running backs, or absolute special running backs is what they list for this one. Uh, is that That's Earl Campbell, correct? I'm sorry. Some of these older yes. guys. I, I just want to make sure I don't fuck it up. Uh, Earl Campbell, Frank Gore, O.J. Simpson, Gail Sayers, Curtis Martin, and Marcus Allen. Mm-hmm. Um... And then guys who they say would be Hall of Famers, Franco Harris, is that that's John Riggins, correct? Yes. John Riggins, Thurman Thomas, Sean Alexander, Jerome Bettis, Edgerin James, and Larry Sanka. Um, and then guys that they have listed as franchise greats, um, Bo Jackson, Tiki Barber, Marshawn Lynch, um, Steven Jackson, sorry, the writing gets really blurry at the bottom herschel walker lashawn mccoy priest holmes priest holmes um who's the guy for the Bengals there on the bottom i didn't remember Come on, that dude. One. Corey dillon Corey dillon thank you patriots um terrell davis and amon green Ooh, god I, that bottom part of that list i have a lot of disagreements i with. figured that that would be where most of them came from um so before we get to the bottom at the top oh. uh jim jim brown Greatest running back As of all time. Goat? No, it does not have the longevity for it. To me, in my personal opinion, Emmett Smith does. Yeah, you can say he hung around just to get all the records and shit, but to me, Emmett is the GOAT. He has Emmett has all the records. Emmett has, Emmett has the Super Bowls. Emmett has the pedigree for it. He has five Emmett Smith I, I agree with you on that one. That was one of the problems that I had. Um Emmett Smith like has five hundred more carries than the next guy on the list. Nobody me, will just, ever catch him in that category for sure. Just for me, it's he, like I said, I don't even like the guy. Mm-hmm. I'll uh, be the first to say that he played. The only reason he played for the Cardinals is a stat pat. Yeah. And take a huge fucking paycheck that they gave him, which I guess I can't really argue that for him. Um, I just, I don't know, like I said, just some people are dumb. Like they want to give Jim Brown all the credit in the world. And yeah, the dude was phenomenal. The dude, had a lot of stats for only playing, I think, like seven total years. But right. I'm a guy that stats and stats beat out everything else. And so Emmett played real great football in a time where there was a lot of other great football teams and a lot of strong defenses. And he won a lot of Super Bowls with that yeah. fucking Cowboys team. Yep. Um, three of them. He was an MVP one time. He was a fight. Dude, he was a rookie of the year. Yep. What about the other guys that are listed under the all-time greats? I, I can't really. Uh, so, so would you would you swap take... Jim Brown and Emmett Smith then, probably, or would you have Jim Brown I'd swap even farther them, down? And then I drop Bernie Sanders and pick up Ladainian Tomlinson. 
Okay, so your your all time greats would be LT, Walter Payton, and Jim Brown. Yep. Okay. Walter Payton is finer, is it? Absolutely. I, I, I agree with that does. one. Um, any other problems with the guys who just would be top ten? Um, may I would say I would drop Marshall Falk, pick up Earl Campbell. I might even drop LT actually. And pick up Dickerson up on that. Dickerson still has a record for single season rushing yards. Yes, he does. Uh, maybe God. In all honesty, it dropped down. Folk pick up Gore. Gore's got more yards. Yeah. And and uh, uh, so I guess him and Folk are probably pretty close for longevity. I would think, huh? Eh, decent. Um, no, actually, no, I take that back. Gore's 49ers pick is in. They picked Trey Lance, the quarterback out of North Dakota oh, State. wow. That's actually they a little bit of a Mac surprise. Jones. Yeah. That's a little bit yeah. of a surprise. Uh, My boy, Falcons are on the clock. Three quarterbacks, one, two, three. What is that? How many times that ever happened? Um, I think three has happened. Four has not. So if Atlanta... Um, trades the pick to somebody who needs a QB and they take Mac Jones or Justin Fields, then that would be the first time that that's ever happened. Hmm. Uh, that is interesting. Right, you want to keep going down the list yeah, here? Yeah, keep going. Um, I'd probably drop Curtis Martin down. I had one, one get, I want, I don't want Marsh on the list. Get him out. Kick Sean Alexander out of the list. Edgar and James, I'd also say kick out of the list. Amon Green, you can kick him out of the list. All yep. the, like those guys, you can kick out all together. Terrell Davis is pretty like, close. Like I know he was good for a, a couple of years there, but doesn't have much for longevity. He's kind of for me, he's almost in the same Marsh, boat as Sean Alexander. Yeah, it's fucking Marshawn Lynch isn't even the top four rushers in Seattle history. It's Chris Warren is number two. I believe Sean Alexander is number one. Chris Warren. Mm-hmm. And then um, number three would have been Kurt Warner, not with a K. Yep. Number four is Marshawn, and then number five is a fullback, John Williams. You beat out a fullback. Yep. For and it's like Seattle's top five rushers. So, and to me, Sean Alexander only had what maybe three, four explosive years. Yeah. Dude had almost thirty touchdowns in one year. Hundred career total touchdowns yeah he he yeah his, his you know? career definitely got shortened significantly by some injuries um and i think they way overworked him those years too that he was explosive but not really one of my, one of my favorite players as their quarterback yeah one of, one of my favorite players though I, I loved sean alexander he was i was rooting for him in that super bowl against the steelers um Madden 07 is one of my favorite games, not just because he's on the cover, but partially due to the fact that he's on the cover. Uh, what about Jerome Bettis on the absolute special run- oh, running backs or Hall of 100% Famer? 100% I'm fine with that. Jerome Bettis has 91 touchdowns. Okay. He's one of the very few good fullbacks. I would also, on this list, I'd bump up Mike Allstott, another fantastic fullback. Uh, no Jim Taylor being on this list either is a little upsetting. Yep. Jim Ted's like, you know, as much as me as I don't like to give you credit for your Packers as much as I can, but Jim Taylor does deserve credit. Corey Dillon, I'm fine with. He 
82 touchdowns. A couple Super Bowls. I think actually two with the Patriots. I'm fine with that. OJ, I'm fine actually where he's at. You know, you make. We're we're not judging. We're not judging the uh, off the field antics. Killer joke and whatnot. But he killed it on the field. That's for sure. I'm sorry. Uh, but like I said, like the jokes there, I'm just not gonna make it because it's just lazy. (laughs) Um, I'll make a lazy joke all day every day. Yeah. Uh, I was trying to rope it together to make a naked gun joke. I couldn't think of anything intelligent, so just leave that at that. I was going to try and be highbrow with that. Marcus Allen, I'm fine with. One of the greatest running backs of all time. Curtis Martin. God, I don't know. I just don't like him because he's been a long-time Jet. But I'll give... I guess I'll give the devil's due. Priest Holmes is fine. Um, Clinton Portis isn't on this list. I'm a little upset about that. For Washington? Yeah. I think he was phenomenal. Um, was it uh, D'Angelo Williams for Carolina? If you're talking franchise greats, he was great there for quite a few years. Um, Maurice Jones-Drew, I know he was probably too short of oh. a career, but for Jacksonville. Um, I'm trying to think of some other big-name running Fred backs. Fred Taylor. Fred Taylor, yep, for the Bills. Yeah, but I don't know if you have Sean Alexander, and then you also have Marshawn Lynch. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, right. I agree there. Like, I just feel like whoever made this lift, one is a Seattle fan. Mm-hmm. Two, like, all they did was just look like, who who is the top in rush leaders? And they just looked that up. And then they also looked up stats for rush touchdowns and then didn't look beyond anything about that. Like, they didn't look on longevity or anything. Like, it's hard for a running back to play six fucking years effectively. Like, I guarantee, like, I don't know. Hell, even if they put fucking uh, Jamal Lewis above Marshawn Lynch, I think I'd be a bit happier with that, because at least they do it at a Super Bowl. Yeah. Steven um, Jackson should be on that list. I, I love that man more in the world itself. One of the things that my, my dad, so I sent this over to him as well, is... Uh, he said one of the first thoughts he had was that there's actually not a lot of Super Bowl rings in the picture. There's fuck. There's three of them in one hand on one guy. Right, there's but there's a lot of guys who don't have any on that list. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Let's see here. Eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, teen, twenty, and let's see here, twenty-one, twenty-two, eh, almost about, fuck, almost about twenty-five of them all together, if my math is correct counting it through sure that's i think it was more bad. i think it was more just like all the like the number of guys on the list that just didn't have any rings There's only one guy you only have one running back on a team you only win one super bowl a year true but there but like how many did there's like, multiple yeah but like barry that's sanders didn't get any Ladanian tomlinson adrian peterson Frank Gore, O.J. Simpson, Curtis Martin. 
Yeah. There's quite a few guys that don't have one. Yeah, Edgar and James didn't get one. Thurman, you know, Thurman Thomas didn't get one. Steven Jackson. Sean I don't McCoy. even think Tiki got one. Uh, I think McCoy might have one now as a backup. Did he get one with the uh, um with the Chiefs? Might have. Uh, he was with that team that year, wasn't he? I think so. I don't remember if they gave him a ring though or not. Uh, you st- uh, the, the, still the Atlanta Falcons will get a ring. He's a two-time Super Bowl champion. The Atlanta Falcons won, or not won, uh, picked Kyle Pitts, that uh, tight end out of Florida. So far, nothing, no moves in the top four, though. That's interesting. Atlanta said that they were listening to offers for that pick pretty much up until today. Or up until the pick was made. Like, they were open to getting some draft capital. But Shit. So, yeah, yeah it he's was. a two time Super Bowl champion, Shady was... McCoy. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Huh. One in uh, 2019 and one in 2020. But, yeah, so I, I I saw that picture. I was like, you know, this seems like something that I know a person who would have some thoughts on. So immediately sent it I over did. to you, and I said, let's talk about this on the podcast. Like I said, this is one of the dumbest lists I've ever seen. They totally yeah. fucked this thing up. Yeah, and that, a there. lot of the comments had that same thing, um, had that same mentality. Like, why is this person here and... What's with the bottom? The bottom row seems to be like the biggest uh, spark of controversy because of the yeah. The bottom two rows there. I'm the angriest with. Yeah, I have Sean Alexander in the Hall of Famers tier. He's not even Hall of Fame worthy. Jerome Bettis, I believe, is actually in the Hall, and mm-hmm. I I think he deserves to be there. Edgar James is not a Hall of Famer. Uh, I thought Edgar James was in the Hall of Fame. I didn't think he was. I, I could be wrong, but I thought he was. I know he had a lot of good years with... With the Colts. Um, the Colts. But and then I know he is. he ended his season in the franchise where running backs go to die, and that's Arizona. Uh, and I don't think he finished his career there. Well, maybe he didn't. No, because he played for Seattle one year. That's where he finished his career was in Seattle. If I remember correctly. He is part of the 10,000 club, though. Which I guess, like, today's like, standards of running back is phenomenal. He is. Uh, Edron James was elected last year, actually. To the Hall of Fame. Uh, so does work done get to go in? Maybe. Yeah. I'm happy with Franco. Maybe Franco could get bumped up too. I'd say maybe bump down Gore, bump up Franco Harris. Kind of really just defending the steel curtain quite a bit recently. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, hey, dude, like Franco Harris is one of the greatest fucking running backs of all time. Oh, yeah, for sure. If if I know who their name is, like that means that you're probably a good running back. If like if you played before 1999, Kinda, maybe and I, I know who you are. <laughs> I know I probably wouldn't have Terrell Davis on this list either. Yeah, like I said, him and Sean Alexander, I feel like had very similar careers where they were good for a couple of years, but then injuries and just wear and tear got to them, and their careers were shortened. Like. 
I, there's just some people on the list I think they they could have bumped up quite a bit. Um, like I said, work done as a guy around quite a bit. Ricky Waters could have been on the fucking list too. Jamal Lewis, they're all ten thousand. Those guys are all in the ten thousand rush club. I think yeah, I think anybody who gets into that club should be. It's kind of like the three thousand hits club in baseball. Like if you get to that point, you're a hall of famer. Ten thousand rush hits. Yeah. Because it means at least somewhere on there you had to have a high thousand season, right? Um, but yeah, I just disagree a lot. The top, the, the, the top part, pretty solid. Like you could, like I, someone said, Jim oh. Brown was the goat. I wouldn't argue tremendously against them. I wouldn't say that they're hundred percent wrong, right? Yeah, those top four is kind of like interchangeable. Like when you're talking about the greatest running back of all time, it's like, oh, what about Walter? Oh, what about Emmett? Oh, what about Jim Brown? Like. They're they're kind of all in that same. I mean Barry Sanders too. Like they're in that same like. I mean Barry's. I think the, the thing that hurts Barry Sanders the most is that his career is just shortened. Between the other, shortened it himself. Right. Um, I know if Clinton Portis would have hung around another year, he definitely would have been in the ten thousand club. Who else is about a hundred yards? Who else is who's close to the ten thousands club? Clinton Portis is like 100 yards off. Clinton Portis? I really liked, I don't know, I just growing up, I really liked Clinton Portis. He was awesome. I remember, I remember um, playing with him on... When you're regarded as one of the greatest Redskins, and you played when the Redskins were fucking trash. Yeah. Like, just that when they're on the downward spiral, like, toward that Joe Gibbs running, like, that was the last anyone ever respected the fucking... Redskins, God, that's so sad to just say that was the last when people respected the Redskins is when Joe Gibbs was there. <laughs> um, the pick is in for the Cincinnati Bengals, pick number five. Sure, I don't sure. know who it is yet, but Ooh, Miami's next. Um, what do you say we get our boy Evan on to get some weird world of sports going? All right, yeah, go ahead. It's occasionally coherence, weird world of sports. With your host, Evan. As we do every week, the man himself is with us. Evan has joined the program to give us his weird world of sports, sport of the week. How's it going, Evan? What's up, boys? Uh, Got good news for all the Dolphins fans out there. The Bengals did not take Sewell. So, Joe Burrow, uh, bravo, bravo. I, I hope you enjoy having another fucking foot-long scar on your other knee, because yeah. you're fucked, boy. Nice knowing you. I can't believe they didn't take a line, oh, lineman. Hey, hey Casey, <laughs> can we declare him an NFL bust by now? I'll give him another season. I'm giving him another season. Yeah, fucking yeah, sure. I'll give him a body bag. How many bag more with seasons season. can you give someone? How many? He's seasons only had one. Had? You typically get. You That's typically it. get That's about five need. season. Oh, okay. Yeah, then yeah, if you're gonna give, if you're gonna say five seasons, then yeah. Oh, the pick is in for Miami, go. Marcus. Who are they going with? I don't know. Sewell. It just says come the pick's in. Oh, come on, give me Sewell or Jackson. Anyone? Come on, give me an offensive lineman. Oh, they're gonna take. Oh, I watch them take that uh, Smith from Alabama, that wide receiver, Justin Field. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> Dude, if we take Patrick Sertain Jr., I'd be happy. We're pretty stacked at corner though. We don't need it. Yeah. Uh that's what's going on right now. Evan, you go ahead and get your weird world of sports going. If we, we take Sewell, yeah. I'll I'll let everyone know. 
I was going to say, we might interrupt <laughs> is you with a few draft picks here and there. Or something? No, it's the is NFL draft is tonight. The draft is going on right oh, now. Why, so. aren't we, why aren't you just covering that live type thing? We kind of are. Right. Okay. Granted, this podcast will come sure. out tonight at midnight, so... Everybody's not gonna <laughs> already know late. what happens, but I don't It'll care. It'll be live for people in Korea. That's true. It also that's where most of our fan base is. I mean, I'm gonna let you know. I'm even even though I'm at home, I'm still wearing my mask while recording this because I don't want to get you guys that's sick. That's great. I always wear my mask. I appreciate, at home. I appreciate that, mm-hmm. Marcus. All right. Um. Well, uh, you might you guys might be a little disappointed. All I have this week uh, is the name and the gist of of a sport. Yeah. Um, fans of the show, uh, I apologize. Um, you can blame Casey. Uh, Piss poor preparation creates whatever prevents, the P's prevents on, peak dude. performance. Piss poor preparation prevents yep. peak performance. Is uh, it kickball? And kickball. <laughs> is it kickball? No. It is medieval MMA. Medieval. It is MMA. But they wear stupid night outfits and don't they, each other with really. Okay. Oh my god! Don't they do this shit in like fucking it's Poland? Ru- it's like yes, it's like Polish and Eastern European. This is amazing. Yep. That's like literally that's that they're just wearing night armor and they're beating the fuck out of each other with shields and mm-hmm. blunt objects. Mm-hmm. Pretty much, pretty much. It's just a. It's just there's very few like it, it, they don't like take a lot of classical like. Like oh this is a uh, you have to be as accurate to the time period as possible. They just wear medieval shit and beat the hell out of each other. Straight up from eighteen. That is so cool. Yeah. One of the uh, some of the rules are obvious. They're basically the anime ones. Um, the, the one of the final rules is, however, um, they do have a death clause in the rules. Um, if you kill your opponent accidentally or otherwise, or they die during the the fight you do automatically win. That seems fair to me. Hmm. It does. I mean, you're alive, right? Kind of like a knockout rule, but more to the extreme, I guess. Yeah, but but you die from head trauma. Jesus. It's basically, like a uh, the swords look like a sh- just like a sheet of iron. Basically, it's it's sort of sword shaped, but it's just a yeah. thick metal. I gotta imagine this this armor and stuff that they're wearing is probably not like made out of much more than just like aluminum because it's they they can't be moving around like that with how heavy nope. some of that it's, shit is. That's, I mean, I can't tell you what it's made of, but I mean, it's it's pretty accurate pieces. It's, it's the legit stuff you're saying. It's I mean it's metal and they're whacking each other with it. Nice. So, I mean, they're also not like a hundred percent covered. Like it's not like head. To, it's not like the armor you you see in like like a museum. It's like they've got head protection, some arm stuff, leg stuff. So it's honestly, if you're in shape, it's not that bad. Plus, you only go for like ten seconds before somebody's freaking. But I thought it looked pretty sweet. Oh, this looks kind of cool. I mean, I, I think I know. I know we said that we were gonna try and uh, do Evolve most these. of these ones. Yeah, there was uh, bound to be a few we couldn't do. The, the next weeks we, we we might not be able to do for a couple weeks. The the, Mi- the Miami because the Miami picks in. Sorry to interrupt you, Evan. Yeah, I already saw it was Jalen Waddle. 
You sound disappointed. Yeah, because we need fucking linemen. A big problem last year is we couldn't fucking run the football. So you what you do? So you draft a wide receiver? Which Waddle's a very good wide receiver, and I hope he does nothing but all great things for the Miami Dolphins. He is a uh, national champion. He's got and that Alabama connection. He does. However, just because Alabama is really good at football at college does not mean it transgresses them being all great in the NFL. Wanted to take Sewell. We just wanted offensive lineman help. Evan, continue going on. Otherwise, I'm going to ramble here. Uh, I mean, that's that's about it. I mean, it, it's <laughs> it's you put two guys in a suit of armor and you have them beat the shit out of each other. Oh. They're they're probably drunk because it's Eastern and European. Uh. It is true. Do, 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 do they also play Russian trap music the whole time? I would hope so. I didn't get much audio on the actual fights from what I was watching. Uh. I'm looking through some of their champions, Evan. They have Moldova has yep. uh, for female has won one. Mm-hmm. They're real good. Ireland for females also. Hey, look at that. Quebec yeah. has won one. Not even, really? <laughs> not even Canada, just Quebec. Just Quebec. Well, you know, I hear them Quebecers think they're the shit. They do, even though they're still Canadians. It'd be like yeah. putting Texas when someone from the USA wins. Right, right. Traitorous fucking bastards. Uh-huh. Rebels, basically. basically I got your back, rebels. Canada. Don't worry, Canada. I got your back. Them Skoskotchmoanis and whatever other <laughs> So do they, when it comes to their... So is it is it actually called MMA? Yep. Do they... I'm trying to think this through. So they don't use weapons at all, right? No, they do. They've then got blunted not... swords. I don't think that's... Is that MMA, then? Well... So here's the thing. There's a lot of talk about how, like, night combat is a form of martial art, but a European form because there weren't, like, classical. Because the only thing we know of in martial arts is, like, the Asian ones because they're actually called that. But, like, I've seen a lot of stuff, at least in the last five years or so, that was, like, not anything, but, like, if you're trained in a form of combat, that is a martial art. Okay. So, like the I definition mean, is kind. Of, the definition is kind of like vague. Now, whereas you used to just think like kung fu, basically stuff. This is me diving deep into my research on martial arts <laughs> that I definitely I, I, participate in. I mean, I would say yeah. I've seen you whoop people's ass before, so <laughs> I, I would not I argue it. I'm only a triple back, black, orange, purple belt. I uh, I have a cowhide belt. I don't know what that ranks. Well, it's black and white, so it's both the best and the worst, I think. I have a faux leather belt. Fuck! Um, Fuck! Lions took Sewell. Bastards. No, it's good for you. You want, <laughs> you want the oh, lion. Oh, wait, I'm rooting for the Lions. That's right. Bite his kneecaps! Yeah! That he can't for himself. I already, uh, that's why right. Dan, Dan Campbell, good for you. A good, safe, safe, safe draft pick. You know it's what that guy's gonna do? Me. You know what's gonna happen when he gets knocked down? He's gonna get up, he needs to be twice as hard to knock down. I guarantee it. Guarantee it. Hit him in the mouth. That. I can guarantee that for two years. No more, though. No, nah, that was a good move. Fuck. 
Fuck. God <laughs> fucking damn it. No. <laughs> I just, ah, damn it, dude. I really wanted to draft a lineman this year. I always like when teams draft linemen because. It's a team it, sport. Especially if it's a first round talent, you kind of, to me, you got to take it. It's, they don't, they usually, they work out. You can usually get like six good years out of them. Mm-hmm. So first round just means like the people that are good enough that they want to pick college the first players. go around. Yep. Or is it like a fling you can you can be put into the first round group? Like there's already a decision that these are people who will be chosen in the first round. Or is the it first just a term round, afterwards? The first round is typically your top talented college players that will transition the best into the NFL. Gotcha. It's the easiest way I can describe it. Okay. I wasn't sure if it was just like a literal group they already had put them in. And it was like these people yeah. are available first round, or if it's just the people that they went, we have to get these people first. So the first time around, everyone gets the people that are that yeah. those people. Yeah, typically just means they're the best, and these are the people you want to take in your first round you have of drafting. Dude, fucking AJ Hawk is getting pretty good with his draft board. Fuck. <laughs> well, no, I'm uh, just a bit upset. No, that's like, that's all right. I, damn it! I think with I uh, our our live reaction of Miami Marcus's Miami pick, I don't think we're gonna be on for all the way through up to Green Bay's pick. Because no, I don't <laughs> think Waddle is that bad. I think he's a great wide receiver. I just didn't. I wanted a. I wanted a lineman. Yeah. I think wherever he went, he was gonna be really good. Yeah, both those wide receivers coming out of Alabama are going to be pretty good wherever they go. So, not not too. I mean, Miami's still got another first round pick, so they could still bolster that offensive line. That lineman from Virginia Tech, everybody's pretty high on, is potentially going to be there at that point. So, um, we still got an opportunity, and uh, we'll see what uh, backup who doesn't play this year quarterback the Packers pick. Uh, Other than that, you boys got anything else for this week? The only the only time Evan's given us and even somewhat slightly not one thousand percent satisfaction episode only nine hundred ninety nine percent satisfaction. I mean, I I, I, I would I would I, I will take some blame for it because, like I said, we're recording a day late and there may or may not have been some uh, lack of communication. Like that, to you'll take all the Evan blame for that, it. I, 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 it's not just my show. You're, it's not just my show. You're you're lucky I put the work into it yesterday. <laughs> It is not just my show. Information. Uh, I feel like I, that means, you know, we'll talk about it later. That's right. That's all we get. Let's go jump on some Titanfall, boys. All right. Peace out, guys. We'll see everybody back old. next week. See you.